having more muscle mass is healthy, right? You are stronger. You are more physically able. Muscle mass is incredibly important for glycemic regulation, right? Having more muscle mass can help you have regular blood sugar levels, right? Having more muscle mass is also associated with better cognitive function, better mental acuity. So in essence, to optimize your health, some of the things you should be looking to do with your body is decrease your fat mass if you have excess adiposity and work on building muscle mass through resistance training. What's up, my friends? Welcome back to the Dr. Joey Munoz Show. We're going to be talking about how resistance training, aka lifting weights, getting jacked, really positively impacts every single aspect of your life. From your physique, obviously, lifting weights can help you look better, to your health, reducing your risk of developing diseases like diabetes, cardiovascular disease, improving mental health, and even making you a more successful and happy person. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. First and foremost, I want to start with a story I feel like you guys really enjoy when I share stories, and I want to talk about how I got into lifting personally. So I've been lifting weights really since I was about 15 years old. I've always been very passionate about it, and it's because since I was a kid, I saw both of my parents exercising regularly. My mom used to do aerobics classes. She used to go to the gym. She had a trainer. She's always cared about her physique. She's always cared about her health. And my dad was no different. My dad would come home. Uh, he'd come home from work, knock out push-ups. He would always be working out at home. He'd be lifting weights, going to the gym. And so that healthy lifestyle is something that I really saw since I was a kid. And I developed a passion for and I really do think that, well, who knows, if I didn't see my parents working out, maybe I'd also be into working out, but I don't think I'd be as passionate about it as I am today, right? Maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't, but there's no doubt that my experiences as a kid helped me really be passionate about lifting and health and all of that stuff, which is one of the reasons why my wife and I take our seven-month-old baby to the gym with us. I'm not sure. Maybe some of you guys who follow me on Instagram have seen my stories uh, we bring Junior to the gym with us. He sits in his little chair while we lift weights. He stares at us. We play with him. We try to make the gym environment seem like a very fun and welcoming place because obviously we want to instill these healthy habits in him as well. Anyways, the main reason why I started lifting weights when I was younger was obviously for looks, right? I wanted to be leaner. I wanted to be more muscular. I wanted girls to notice me. And I think we all start for those reasons. And there's nothing inherently wrong with starting your fitness journey because you want to look better, right? I think we all start there. We all start um, exercising regularly, whether it's running, lifting weights, whatever it is, mainly because we want to look better. It's not because we're passionate about the sports and it's not because we have intrinsic motivations because we, we feel good when we do it. We know the positive impacts it has on our mental health on our physical health. Typically, we don't start exercising for those reasons, right? We start exercising for vanity-based reasons, and then slowly we start to develop these intrinsic uh, motivators like improved health, makes us feel good, etc. where we do it more for ourselves rather than for external reasons, right? So anytime anybody tells you that doing something for vanity-based reasons is wrong, I don't think that's true at all, right? I think we all typically start doing uh, some things, I guess we could argue in most things for vanity-based reasons, and then slowly we, we develop some of those intrinsic motivations. That being said, though, what people tend to miss 
is how many benefits, how many health-related benefits come from lifting weights, right? We tend to think as lifting weights is something that just helps you build muscle and look better, but it's not really healthy. And that also couldn't be, literally couldn't be further from the truth because lifting weights regularly is one of the best things that you can do for your health. And I want to take the next, um, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minutes to discuss some of these health benefits associated with resistance training specifically. Okay, first let's talk about body composition. That's the obvious one, right? Lifting weights helps you build muscle. Lifting weights helps you look better, right? That's essentially where we all start. That's essentially what we were just talking about. But this applies to both men and women, right? Most people who want to lose weight, improve their body composition, and have a fantastic looking physique, what they're looking for is a lean and muscular physique, right? And you can't have that muscular component unless you lift weights regularly. And that applies to women as well. Women tend to think, oh no, I don't want to be too bulky or develop muscles. And then they talk about wanting to have toned arms, shapely legs, a flat stomach, maybe visible abs. All of those require you to build muscle through resistance training. Okay, ladies, so trust me, the bodies that you're looking after, the bodies you're trying to develop, they require you to lift weights pretty hard. And actually, a lot of the people that you probably look up to on social media who have the types of bodies that you want to achieve, they probably lift weights pretty hard and pretty regularly. And again, these physiques, these athletic-looking physiques, really can't be obtained unless you lift weights. And that's the main reason why I really do think that lifting weights should be the base or the foundation of pretty much everybody's exercise routine, at least anybody who's really focused on their body composition and wants to develop a really fantastic looking physique. Okay, so health benefit number one is increased energy expenditure. One of the things that people really struggle with when they're trying to lose weight is the fact that they have to eat very little because they have pretty low energy expenditure, right? The calories you eat relative to the calories you burn dictates whether you lose weight or not. You have to eat less calories than your body burns to lose weight. And that becomes easier if you burn more calories, right? So about a kilogram of muscle helps you burn about an extra 20 calories per day. And now that sounds crazy. That's like, oh, that's so little. That's not a lot at all, right? Well, think of this. If you increase your body mass or, your, or the amount of muscle mass that you have by about five kilos, 10 pounds, which is very doable in your first year or two years of training, that's an additional roughly 100 calories burned every single day. Actually, on average, people who are overweight and obese only really overconsume calories by about 20 calories per day. And now that's not on a daily basis. It's usually more around holidays like Christmas and Thanksgiving where we overeat a ton and then we gain weight and we maintain that. But on average, people are overconsuming roughly 20 calories per day. So if you can slowly increase your energy expenditure by building muscle mass, it's going to help you burn more calories at rest, which makes it easier for you to maintain a healthy and lean physique. The second thing that happens is that when we lift weights, we cause damage to our muscles. Right? We physically break down our muscles. We cause damage because lifting weights causes small tears in your muscles called microtrauma. Right? And this microtrauma requires energy to heal from. So there's actually really good data on this showing that your metabolic rate might increase by up to 7 to 9% for 72 hours after training because of the damage induced to your muscles, right? It's like, hey, if I have an injury, if I have a paper cut, right, you actually require energy to form new skin and heal that injury. 
it's no different in your muscle. You damage your muscle through lifting, and so you're going to increase your metabolism because we need more energy to heal that damaged muscle. Now, that 7 to 9% is just a rough figure. Obviously, it's going to depend on how long you're lifting, how hard you're lifting, how much total volume you're doing, how many sets you're doing in that workout. It's going to depend on various different variables. That being said, though, there's no doubt that when you lift, you're causing damage to your muscles if you're lifting hard, and that's going to require increased energy. So increased energy expenditure comes from increasing muscle mass, but it comes from resistance training itself because you increase energy expenditure to heal the damaged tissue. Now, why does that even matter? Well, again, increased energy expenditure helps you stay lean, helps you stay healthy. As we know, excess adiposity, excess fat is bad for your health, right? And so if increasing expenditure can help you maintain a lean physique, it's ultimately very beneficial for your overall health. Okay, next let's talk about glycemic regulation, aka blood sugar. Everybody likes to talk about blood sugar, eat low carbs, do this, do that. Uh, a lot of these things don't work, by the way. But one of the best things you can do to help regulate your blood sugar is actually lifting weights. So there's really cool research showing that lifting weights may be beneficial for regulating your blood sugar more than just weight loss. So for people who are overweight or obese, we know that just losing some weight will improve your blood sugar, will improve your insulin sensitivity, will improve your overall glycemic control. But there's really cool research that's showing that weight loss alone is not as beneficial as weight loss plus resistance training for regulating what's called our hemoglobin A1C. And hemoglobin A1C is just a marker that tells us what our blood sugar has been doing for the past two or three months. So if your hemoglobin A1C is in a normal range, it tells us that your blood sugar has been in, within a normal range for the past two or three months, which is really cool, right? Because it shows us that resistance training has benefits outside of just weight loss. We tend to think like, oh, a lot of the benefits of exercise are because of weight loss. They help you lose weight, so they improve your health. And that is true, but exercise, resistance training in particular, has benefits in addition to weight loss. So doing these things in addition to weight loss can provide more health benefits than just losing weight through dietary means. And that's why I tell all of my clients, and honestly anybody that I speak to, is if you're trying to improve your health, sure, losing weight is good, and it's going to give you a large improvement in your health, but you shouldn't just focus on your nutrition and eating less. You have to focus on developing a sustainable exercise routine simultaneously if you really want to make long-term change in your health. Now, one of the reasons why lifting weights is so beneficial for your glycemic regulation is because muscle contraction itself helps you take up glucose independent of insulin. And I've talked about this a number of times, but usually we need insulin for our muscles to take up sugar from our blood, right? Insulin essentially tells your muscle like, hey, open up, allow blood sugar to come in. But you can actually get that with muscle contraction itself. So muscle contraction allows for glucose to get inside of the muscle without the need for insulin. So that's one mechanism by which it helps regulate our blood sugar. And two is that resistance training and building muscle actually makes your body more sensitive to insulin, right? So glycemic dysregulation, when you have elevated blood sugar, usually you have a certain level of insulin resistance and you can actually improve your insulin sensitivity through resistance training. Okay. Next is cardiovascular health. Now, I'll start by saying that lifting weights is not as beneficial for your cardiovascular health as doing aerobic exercise, right? Aerobic exercise, aka cardio, going for a run, playing sports, long endurance exercises. These are the type of exercises that are going to benefit your cardiovascular system most. But resistance training is also helpful. There's evidence that resistance training can help lower your blood pressure, can help improve your blood lipids, so increased HDL 
decrease LDL, right? Good cholesterol, bad cholesterol, so favorably improves your blood cholesterol. Can help reduce triglycerides, right? Can help improve arterial stiffness and improves arterial flexibility, essentially. What does that even mean? Well, our arteries, right? They dilate and they contract. They have a certain level of flexibility, right? And one of the things that happens as we age is that they lose that flexibility and they become more rigid. So they can't dilate as well. And resistance training helps improve that function. It's important because a more flexible blood vessel, a more flexible artery, can essentially result in reduced blood pressure, which again is a cardiovascular disease risk. And if you didn't know, cardiovascular disease is literally the number one killer in the U.S. and in the world. So lifting weights can literally reduce your risk of dying from cardiovascular disease, which is really, really interesting. And it's one of the benefits, one of the many benefits as to why you should be lifting on a regular basis. I know I've probably said that about 10 times in this episode already, but my, my goal here with this episode is to really convince you that lifting weights should be a priority for you if you care about your health. It's not just about looking good. It should be a priority for you if you care about living a long, healthy life, disease-free. Next, one of the biggest benefits of lifting weights is its effects on bone health. So bone health, right? How, how strong your bones are. Our bones tend to decrease in density as we age. And unfortunately, older adults who fall, right, because they lose balance, they don't have strength, they don't have uh, the same physical function that they did when they were younger, they fall they break a hip, they're at an increased risk of death within just one year of breaking that hip. The reason why bones break so easily when you're older is because those bones are frail, right? And you can prevent literally breaking your hip by lifting weights because it makes your bones stronger. And actually, this is a crazy statistic. About 50% of older adults who break a bone die within one year of their fracture. How sad is that, right? Something that's so preventable. Right? I, my, my grandmother, personally, she fell broke her hip. She didn't die within a year, but then she was in an in a assisted nursing facility. She was there for the next two or three years, and then she passed away. And then after breaking her hip, she was completely immobilized. She couldn't walk the rest of her life. And that happens to so many older adults. And it's literally completely preventable by lifting weights. The same way that weights make your muscles bigger and stronger, it also makes your bones thicker and denser. So if you were to fall, hit yourself, etc., you would decrease your risk of having a bone fracture because those bones are stronger. Honestly, bone health is one of the things that people often don't even think about at all. And it's one of the major benefits of resistance training. And actually, no other modality of exercise is nearly as beneficial for bone health as lifting heavy weights. I know we talked about aerobic exercise being beneficial for cardiovascular health. Lifting weights is the absolute best thing you can do to strengthen your bones. And in order to do so, you definitely want to be lifting heavy weights. You want to be putting a bar on your back, loading your spine, right? Essentially, you want to do things that are heavy weight-bearing exercises, squats, deadlifts, carries. Anything that's going to put weight on your spine, on your hips, is going to be beneficial for strengthening those bones, right? Okay, so aside from bone health, there seems to be some very, very beneficial effects on cognitive function. Resistance training seems to be beneficial for attention, right? Improving attention, improving processing speed, which is essentially how quickly you process information, right? How quickly you get things. It seems to be very beneficial for cognitive flexibility, which is our ability to switch between two different subjects, go back and forth between different topics. 
And it seems to be very beneficial for executive function as we age as well, aka planning, organization, executive function tasks. And of course, as we age, I mean, all of these things get worse as we age, right? Risk of diabetes, cardiovascular disease, osteoporosis, aka poor bone health, uh, age-related cognitive decline. As we age, our health essentially goes to shit. And resistance training can help improve these. Cognitive function is incredibly important, right? It's really sad when you see older adults who have dementia, who have lost their memory, who can't process things well. And there's really good evidence that resistance training can help at least mitigate those things as we age. And actually, there's really, really interesting data showing that resistance training may help reduce the risk of and or reduce the symptoms associated with diseases like Alzheimer's disease and even Parkinson's disease. Because resistance training isn't just about training your muscles, it's really about training your nervous system as well. You know, if you haven't lifted weights before, you you probably won't understand this. And if you're relatively new in your lifting career, you probably won't understand this either. But lifting weights requires intense, intense focus. Doing things with good technique under heavy loads is really difficult. It's just as mentally taxing as it is physically taxing because you have to think about, let's say I'm doing a squat. You have to think about your foot position, when your hips bend, when your knees bend, breathing, making sure you're breathing correctly, making sure you're bracing correctly, making sure you're exploding. All of these things require intense focus. And that is a cognitive task, right? That is something that improves your cognitive abilities. And again, the research is clear on this, that doing so, resistance training, intense resistance training, can help improve overall cognitive function, which again, none of us want to lose cognitive function as we age, right? We want to be able to maintain our cognitive function. And one of the best things that you could do is lift weights. All right. So, so far, we've been talking about all of the health-related benefits, right? Um, chronic disease prevention, it's essentially is what we've talked about, right? Reducing the risk of obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, osteoporosis, age-related cognitive decline. So essentially, these health benefits, by improving these conditions, resistance training helps you live a disease-free life and a longer life. Because if you don't develop these diseases, you essentially have a reduced risk of all-cause all mortality, right? Because these diseases can lead to death. And if you're preventing these diseases, then you can live a longer life as well. But aside from that, there are a tremendous amount of benefits of resistance training for enriching your life that has nothing to do with disease prevention. First, resistance training, and, and honestly, this isn't unique to resistance training. This really goes to any difficult endeavor, learning an instrument, playing a sport, etc., getting good at anything, but resistance training in particular, because it's really difficult, builds your confidence, right? There's nothing more encouraging than going into the gym and being able to lift something that you didn't even think was possible two or three months ago, right? Doing a pull-up is something that's really daunting for people. Imagine training for the next two or three months and being able to do five or six pull-ups by yourself. Wouldn't that be extremely encouraging? Wouldn't that build up your confidence in your ability to do difficult things, right? I really do think resistance training is one of the best forms of personal development, because it teaches you a ton of skills that are applicable to other aspects of your life. Keep in mind, like developing an incredible physique, right? being muscular, lean, having an impressive body that people look up to, doing that is really, really difficult. And not only is it really difficult, it takes a really long time. Most people think they can get in fantastic shape in a year. And yes, you can get in pretty good shape in a year, 
but to get in fantastic shape, the physique that you probably want to develop might take you 5, 10, 15 years of consistently working hard. What does that do? It teaches you hard work, right? There's no way around it. You have to work hard. It teaches you commitment. You can't be skipping workouts every other week because you don't feel like it or because you have uh, a trip or because there, there are no excuses. You have to be committed, right? It teaches you the importance of delayed gratification, which is putting in the work now to see the results later. You're not going to see the results immediately. <laughs> like, again, lifting takes a long ass time. Not lifting takes a long ass time. Building a, an impressive physique takes a long ass time. So you need to be okay with doing work now and not seeing those results for a very long time. And all of these are skills that bleed into every other aspect of your life, right? It, it helps you better. Uh, it helps you be a better person in your relationships. It'll help you be more successful in your career. It'll help you be happier, right? Lifting is one of the best things you can do for reducing stress, for reducing anxiety. There's really good research on the effects of exercise on depression and mental health. We talked about cognitive function earlier, but mental health in particular. And so it helps you be a happier person, uh, a less anxious person, a more level-headed person. And again, these are all skills that you can develop by literally just lifting heavy weights, right? Lifting heavy weights, staying dedicated to it, improving your physique. All of these skills bleed into every other aspect of your life. I really do attribute a lot of the success that I've had in my career, in my marriage, in relationships with friends. I'm overall a very positive and very happy person. And if some of you guys know my background, I didn't come from a very happy environment my upbringing was relatively rough with my parents. I don't have the best relationship with my mother. It was a pretty rough upbringing, right? And I'm a pretty happy person, optimistic person. And I do attribute a lot of those traits to the fact that I've been lifting weights regularly for 13 years now. It's something I can't go without. Like lifting is my medicine. It is my therapy. It makes me a better person. And so again, lifting makes your body look better, reduces your risk of diseases, helps you live a longer life, helps you be more physically capable, right? Because if you're lifting weights, if you have stronger bones, if you're stronger in general because you have bigger muscles, you have more physical function, you can uh, probably play with your kids, play with your grandkids. How cool would it be to be 60, 70 years old and still be playing with your grandkids, being able to play basketball, being able to play catch, going for a run with them, not feeling tired, not feeling fatigued, these are all gifts that can be given to you by just lifting weights. And they truly are gifts, right? Because most 70-year-olds are not very physically capable. So again, going back to what I was saying is lifting weights, yeah, it helps reduce your risk of disease, but it enriches your life in so many more aspects outside of just building muscle, looking good, and helping you live a longer life by reducing your risk of developing these chronic diseases. Lifting weights... And I stand wholeheartedly behind this message. And maybe I'm very biased because I do think it is the best thing you can do for your health and your overall life. But I will say this, lifting weights, committing to lifting weights regularly, three, four, five times a week for the rest of your life is probably the best investment you can make for yourself, for living a life that is fulfilling, that makes you happy and that you're proud of. And with that, we're going to go ahead and end the episode because I feel more like a philosopher than an educator now. But I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode so far. If you have, I would really, really appreciate if you guys took a second to leave me a rating in whatever podcast app you're listening to this. 
And if you're watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel so that you don't miss any of my future videos.